You're listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life. Welcome into the SLT Podcast. I am Sam, the preschool and lower school pastor. I'm Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you say me? Yeah, I did. I wasn't paying attention to the order. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Okay, go. I'm Taylor. <laughs> I'm Taylor. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm Taylor, the middle school youth pastor. I'm Alex, the upper school pastor. And I'm Courtney, the other upper school youth pastor. Lately, we have been doing a lot of serious topics that have been really awesome. And I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to those. But today, we wanted to take a little break and just give you guys an opportunity to get to know us and our heart a little bit better. And so we are going to be playing a game today for the podcast mm. called Q&A Fun Time. And <laughs> it's, a, it's, a great, yeah, it's a great name. And our hope would, is that we could continue creating podcasts like this one where we get to do Q&As and just rapid fire questions, but with questions that you have asked us. And so be on the lookout for ways that we'll be collecting those questions in the future. But we are excited to start answering the questions that you ask of us instead of just our goofy and then serious questions we've created on our own. So we're going to start off with a very serious question. So y'all get serious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. The first question is Mm -hmm. pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Ew. You literally can't say the word waffle without saying the word awful. What a hot take. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Get Stephen A. Smith in here. No. Waffles, dude. Waffles are like the upgraded pancake. It's like a pancake, but somebody was like, hmm, syrup reservoirs. Exact. Taylor, to you, pancakes or waffles? If I'm at like a restaurant, okay, and I want breakfast, I'm gonna have to choose pancakes. Um, But not on this list. If I had a choice, it would be French toast. Oh, whoa. But it's not on this list. Okay. 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 Answer C. (laughs) What is your weirdest or most useless talent? Ooh. Mm. So I'm I'm double jointed in my elbows. Oh yeah, it's weird. So it'd either be that or I have a really wide tongue, which is also weird. So Can you show us? Not Can sure I, that's a talent as much as a defect. Yeah, let's <laughs> I should get that checked. That's pretty weird and useless. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Taylor. Alright. Next. Um, I can do a backflip. I, I know the prepositions in a song from fifth grade. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Fine. Okay. Oh, the preposition song? Yeah. Backflips are not useless, Courtney. You never know. Yeah. It's true. You never know when you need to do a backflip. I can still name most of the original 150 Pokemon. That's impressive. <laughs> that's true. I think I can join you on that. Yeah. yeah. Same. Same. I can paint stuff with my beard. Okay. <laughs> um. So, speaking of music, what is y'all's favorite and least favorite worship song? And for our listeners, we spent at least 30 minutes before this podcast started singing to each other <laughs> all of our throwback <laughs> worship songs that we love and don't love as much. So, it was a good time. We should lead worship sometime. No. Probably. I should I think I'm tone deaf, so maybe not. In falsetto. Okay. Favorites and then least favorites. Go. Ooh, uh, my favorite. Uh, I really like Come Thou Fount. It's an old hymn. Does that count? 
come that out. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, least favorite. It would just be. It's not. It's not that I don't like the song. It's that I heard it too much. It's like when you have too much of something. And so it would definitely be oceans. Like. Oh yeah, that. It was my own doing too. It was my fault. I had it on repeat. I wept to that song. I wept oceans to that song. You see what I did there? Mm. <laughs> no, what did you do? <laughs> now you answer the question. My favorite song right now is King of Kings by Hillsong, just because I think it's just a beautiful song that they walk you through the entire gospel of Jesus coming and what that means for us. And now that the church has received the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's just beautiful. I really like that song. And my least favorite song is probably this is living the acoustic version because mm. i was a counselor at camp and we would do the first version that was like pump up to it every morning and it was great and then when it was being transitioned into a worship song now it, i just kind of cringe because i'm like oh no this is supposed to be like a welcome to camp song and it just isn't when you sing it like worship so i struggle with that one yeah i would say my current favorite worship song is his mercy is more uh, we've been singing that at our church recently, and I love it so much. And so you can go Google that. His mercy is more. And my least favorite song, of course, is Mighty to Save. Um, that might be a hot and spicy take, uh, but if you were to go and Google Mighty to Save Dancer, you will see a man who sings <laughs> this song and, and it dances you. to it and no. ruined it. That so, man grew up to be me. I'll have you know. <laughs> so you're welcome, everyone. Uh, again. Mighty to Save Dancer, Google it. It is the first oh, video. No. You're welcome, and I'm sorry. So next question, if, if you had one, what was your school superlative? So here's mine. I was captain of the tennis team, and I was voted most likely to never play tennis again. Ouch. Oh, wow. <laughs> Spicy. Because after the season was over, I never went to practice anymore. Mm. Wow. Good captain. Senior year, my superlative was... Miss Houston Christian High School. Oh, <laughs> wow. But I have to say, in eighth grade, my superlative was class spaz. So, Ooh. if y'all <laughs> could have seen me in eighth grade, there's hope for what everyone. What a comeback story, yeah. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. Like, lovable class spaz, though. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I could see that, actually. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was voted uh, most likely to have a Pokemon named after him. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, honestly. Oh, thanks. And it never happened. <laughs> That's a little sad. I couldn't remember mine. So. Mine was funniest, and I think I got it because when I was a sophomore, I started a pirate club just to see if I could, and no one stopped me. And like 30 people joined this club, and the sponsor teacher kept asking, like, is this for real? And I kept convincing him over and over, week after week. Yeah, no, it's a real thing. We're going to study pirates. And it's gonna be Did you, like, steal from people? Oh, like, no, that's not good. That was a bad turn. <laughs> Did you get scabies? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Do you mean scurvy? That. <laughs> is it scabies also a thing? Yeah, it's like a skin Maybe I've just been reading scabs the whole time. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure sca scabies? There's scabies? Oh, scabies is a skin condition caused by a burrowing mite. All right, so speaking of burrowing mites, if you were a Disney princess, which one would you be? Okay, I if I was a Disney princess, I would want to be um, Cinderella just because she's probably my favorite. But I think I'm more like Belle because she loves to read. Oh. And I like to read. Yeah. I'm totally a, totally a Jasmine, I think. 
Don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> I was going to say, does it though? <laughs> no, don't oh, look at gosh. him. It's a trap. We both look good in teal. I would be Moana. I nice. love Moana. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yes. The shiny song still kind of freaks me out, but great movie. Yeah. Um, I would be Rey from Star Wars. She's a Disney princess. Her, her grandfather was the emperor, so she has royal blood in her, so she's a princess. Spoiler alert. I can't believe that you just went just a completely opposite You're route. so lame. Yes. <laughs> Such a boy, am I right? Such Choosing. a boy. Choosing to be Ray. <laughs> she swings a sword, bro. Oh. All right. It's it's awesome. In the same line of thinking, Disney, keep it in the same category. What Pixar movie, if you could choose one, if you choose a Pixar movie, which one would you choose to be real? How to Train Your Dragon. Whoa. I'm pretty sure it's DreamWorks. Yeah, that's not Pixar. Uh, never Start mind. again, uh, bud. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, it would be Monsters, Inc. That's what I was going to say. And then I thought about it and was like, what we're making real is monsters going into kids' doors and making them laugh, though. Well, now, now we get to live on this side of it, though. Okay, so they already crushed this. Like, they were already super scary, and we just get to benefit okay. from them being really funny and being our friends. I love that. Mike yeah. was asking. Yeah. I'm with because you, Because the thought of having a live toys, like it's Toy terrifying. Story, that's more terrifying to me. Absolutely. Mm, truth. So. I'm going to go with Monsters, Inc. with Taylor. Up. Why? It'd be cool. Like a little floating house with a bunch of balloons. Oh, so like Old man that looks like a square. That'd be awesome. So you get to like be in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, talking be a, dog like collar? up could be real, and it just all happened like far away. Yeah. And you're like, that happened well, in South America. Then cool. someone <laughs> invented a <laughs> like, talking dog collar, and I need it now. Um, what's the emotion one called? Oh, inside, inside out. out. Yeah, I want that to be real, because so I could like fire certain emotions. <laughs> be like, you're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then you could get like all of the annoying commercial things that get stuck in your mind. You could like pull those mm. orbs out, you know, of your brain. <gasps> oh, so yeah. you could completely forget them. This Dang. would be helpful. That would be yeah. very helpful. Yeah, I like the word orb. <laughs> <laughs> orb. Okay, here's one. What is a phrase you say that other people make fun of you for? Or like the way you pronounce something. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I barely found this. I say the word new wrong. New, I'm sorry, what? New. It's new. Or like new. you. I say new. Or you. you. Like he says you. 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 <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I say crayon. What? Yeah. Did and people are like, oh, I can't believe he grade? said crayon instead of crown. And I'm like, okay. It's crayon. Colored crayons. It's crayon. Did you grow up in Michigan? Actually, yes. Crane. I'm not kidding. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, From ages two to seven, I grew up in Michigan. It's their fault. <laughs> I thought it was oddly yeah, specific yeah, yeah. of you. I, I, just, I just say new wrong because I grew up in Mexico. So. <laughs> crayon, I thought would be a more Texan pronunciation. Like, I've got some crayons. Yeah, I've got some crayons. No, it's crayon. So, um, I say pillow. Pillow. Instead of pillow, I say pillow. Pillow. That's mine. Pillow. I say rune, like you ruined it. Oh, Instead like ruined? Ruined. But you say ruined. it like it's a magical stone that gives you powers over yeah. the nine realms. I don't know. I've always said that. <laughs> ruined. And I can't say the word. You ruined it. Can y'all say the word S-I-X-T-H? That was close. Sixth. Sixth? Sixth? Yeah, I can't do the X-T-H thing. So Give us a instead, try. I say. Sith? I, no. Like if a I, Jedi? If I were to say it, it sounds like just wrong. Not wrong, like bad. Say it. It sounds like Sith. Sith? <laughs> 
sixth grade. So instead, sixth. I say. Sixth. So that turns you into Mike Tyson. That's what that does. Yeah, it really I know, does. But it's it's tricky if you just say six like no one notices that you didn't say it like if i said oh sixth grade is gonna go here mm. no one can tell that i didn't add the mm. th it's mm. awkward yeah so. six except siri siri doesn't know my words anyways fair point finally what is one weird thing you did as a kid so <laughs> this was in 10th grade oh boy um i think it was 10th grade does 10th grade so geography kid? or what, is it what, young adult I mean, what year do you do geography I don't know. Mm. Ninth grade, tenth grade, one of those years. Okay. After taking a final exam in a room full of people, of my peers, oh, no. right? Um, I finished my test and I was one of the first ones done. I was really bored. And so I wanted to take a nap. And so I also wanted to be Darth Vader. And so whenever <laughs> I put my head down on my desk, I like put my mouth on the desk and started breathing really heavily, like, <laughs> and I didn't realize anybody could hear me <laughs> so i did that for like a solid minute and then i look up and literally everyone is looking at me like i'm the weird one <laughs> how did you survive through high school with that reputation i mean it was like a one-off thing i wasn't always walking around <laughs> and people breathing like, hey, like darth, darth vader yeah no that never happened Sup? no no i never i know i was never called darth vader but That's my basketball sad. coach was like morgan because that was what he called me because it's my last name morgan what are you doing and i was like Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was me. For at least two years in elementary school, I told everyone that I was allergic to the color pink and would legitimately run away from people that would chase me with anything that was the color pink. Mm -hmm. And even had a teacher for my birthday pink my chair. So I like got to class and my my chair was covered in pink for my birthday, which mm -hmm. is really like an anti-gift because hello, I was allergic to that color. <laughs> but um, I've gotten better since then. Mm -hmm. I feel like you'd be very popular in the lower school with that. <laughs> It'd be like all the same. I'd fit right would, in, right? Kids yeah. would be like, me too. Oh, I am too. I would have to say probably the weirdest thing I did was make contracts, like legal binding contracts that would force my friends <laughs> into having to, to let, they would have to let me practice WWF moves, now WWE um, moves on them. So Wait, I perfected. What? The Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> <laughs> On your friends. All my friends. They were legal contracts, so they couldn't oh, sue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun being eighteen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 this was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I signed one of those actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I was like eight or something. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Sam, what about you? Yeah. Mine was more of like this one time thing. So this one time when I was in middle school, a friend of mine, I think went to like Japan on a vacation and they brought me back like a wooden sword, like a samurai sword. And I was so like high key, very excited about this. So I uh, put on my bathrobe that I had gotten for Christmas and took the sword and I put it in the belt of that and I walked around my whole neighborhood no. wearing flip-flops, no. a bathrobe, oh. and the sword because I was a samurai. <laughs> Legit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know why, 
My mom didn't want me to leave the house, and I was like, you cannot stop the samurai. Okay, now that we have gotten a lot of good laughs out there, um, we are going to transition into a more serious time with some um, just get to know us and what we love about our jobs, our ministry, our personal relationship with the Lord, things like that. So we're going to start off with what's your favorite Bible verse? Uh, so my favorite verse uh, would probably be Mark ten forty five, uh, which says for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, and that would actually in my old house when I grew up as a kid, we had a driveway put in with like wet pavement and I wrote that in the pavement. Aww. Yeah. So it's been like my life first for a long time. Well, you are to very be servant for other people. Yeah. You, that is true of you. I would say my life verse is Isaiah 26, three, which says you keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So always trying to remind myself to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. Uh, the whole Bible is my favorite. <laughs> Heathens. Just kidding. No, my, my actual favorite Bible verse is first John four ten, which uh, says for this is love. Not that we have loved him, but that he first loved us and gave his son to be a propitiation for our sins. Mm. Uh, love that verse. And it just, uh, I think that's the gospel. Mm. It's grace right there. It's not about the way I love God. It's about the fact that he has loved me. Oh, nice. And mine would be Romans fourteen eight, which says, if we live, it is to honor the Lord. And if we die, it is to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. I love that. I love that sense of belonging. It's mm, mm. good. Mm. Mm, better than waffles. <laughs> Nothing is better than waffles. Okay, so do you all have any particular hobbies or things to do to relax when you're not doing ministry stuff? I love cooking. I really do. You're a great cook. Thanks. Yeah. The kids call him chef. They do call me chef from chef wilderness. Yep. I taught a bunch of ragtag boys how to cook stuff. Kids always end up wandering to your cook group at wilderness <laughs> because they're like, Chef Alex. Chef mm-hmm. Alex. Doing something crazy with these gross eggs. They should have wilderness chopped. <gasps> That's not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. That is a good idea. To um, relax, things that I love to do are just spend time with a smaller amount of people and my ideal would be to be at a coffee shop with like one other person that I really love and we're both either having our quiet time or reading a book or something like that but we're there together so we could like stop and talk about what it is that we're reading but we don't feel the need to be talking the whole time or doing puzzles I love doing puzzles I think for me in winding down and just hanging out I love playing with my boys uh there's three of them so to wrestle all three of them at once is really fun, but it's like not stressful. You know, it's just fun to get to play with them. Um, and then I like to draw and stuff also. And You're so that's very fun. Good at that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, dude, it sounds weird because like I do this so much for work, but I love messing around in Photoshop and just creating fun, goofy stuff or whatever. Like, I just love designing. I find that so therapeutic. Yeah. Three of us do that in in here. It's, it's weird. And yeah. We're always like talking about that. That is fun. Photoshop is fun. Man, it's like the feeling that you get when you have an idea, like an image in your head of something. And when you're able to like create it. Agreed. That's super satisfying. Super satisfying. Yeah. I think it's awesome because like the reason why I do it is I firmly believe that we're made the image of creative God. And so that means that we're all made to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's part of the great... Uh, commissioned by the Lord whenever he proclaims to subdue the earth and cultivate it. 
you know, that we're creative in doing that. And that we come up with different methods and tools and all these things. And so I think everybody has that bent to be creative mm-hmm. somehow, whether it's through cooking or designing or drawing or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I think I just like eating. Okay. I have to know what is everyone's Enneagram number. And the Enneagram is essentially, it's nine numbers and it's just another type of personality test that a lot of, it's actually very popular in um, a lot of believer circles because it gives you a language around things about your personality that you maybe wouldn't recognize otherwise. And the cool thing with Enneagrams is that the whole process and figuring out what you are and stuff like that is not necessarily about like what you do, but it's the motivation behind it. Mm -hmm. And so like, what is your motivation for doing these things? And that's what it determines you. So yeah. Deepest fear, deepest desire, things like that. Yeah. I'm going to confess during one of our previous podcasts, I literally took a test the entire time and (laughs) (laughs) because I was curious and the number I got, I forgot. And then (laughs) I was at class for seminary and uh, I took an another another Enneagram number test during the break of that class. And I kind of forgot it until right now again. And I'm a nine. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> In your story, it made sense. I also took the free Internet version of the test <laughs> and it said that I'm a six which I assume is the number that you don't care about Enneagrams. <laughs> You're yeah. the loyalist. Mine, yeah, okay. my, my, I had a wing also, whatever wing means. You either in, oh, you're wing eight. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the wing, but yes. So my Enneagram, which my wife is really into the Enneagrams, and I think they're really helpful. I think in a lot of personality tests, like it can kind of pinhole you into like a, like you are like this all the time. And you're like, oh, I guess I am. And that's just who I'm always going to be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with the Enneagram, it's it's actually been really helpful. And I would be a three. Uh, that's what I test at. Uh, a three wing four. Okay. That's me. I can see that. Okay, okay. And my Enneagram number, I'm a two wing three. Next question. The next question. What is your favorite book of the Bible? I'll go. Uh, mine's Ephesians. So I claim it. Oh, can't it's a use good it. one. It's Second good Timothy. One. First John. Matthew. Why Matthew? Never mind. You guys, none of you guys chose a gospel, first of all. <laughs> so don't you come shame me. I didn't say if you could shame. only have one book of the Bible, which one would it be? I said, what's your favorite? Well, the oh, one I that didn't tells say that. me about Jesus. <laughs> mm. uh, actually, I like the book of contents. <laughs> the one that says <laughs> map of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> The book of Glossari. I think it was Glossari. Paul's second Glossari. letter to Glossari. Mm. <laughs> the Glossarians. The lost letter. Man, Paul had some harsh uh. words for them. <laughs> Here's another one. When did you realize or decide that you were going to go into full-time youth ministry or ministry in general? I honestly decided about um, maybe, I don't know that I decided. I realized what was happening. I realized what, what God was like leading me into probably like a year before I actually began my full-time ministry. I would say this is like uh, back in 2009. Courtney? I realized um, whenever I was in college, I thought I was going to climb the corporate ladder and go do human resources somewhere. And one summer I was on leadership at camp and my job was personnel. And so I was meeting with all of the college girls one-on-one and just asking about them and investing in them. And at the beginning of the summer, I had said something to a friend and they asked, like, if 
you could do anything that you wanted to do and there was nothing holding you back, like what dream do you think you would want to do? And at the time I said that I would want to potentially blog or <laughs> write or speak, which makes me laugh now because I don't have the same desires. But they asked who someone that I would want to do it like is and I said Jenny Allen and I had never met her or anything like that but just loved her books and all of those things and then fast forward to the end of the summer I've, I'm starting to feel the pull of the Lord calling me to do this full time to do ministry because I had just loved that whole summer getting to meet with girls and I finally tell my boss I'm like I need to talk to somebody about this so Friday night, I tell my boss, I think the Lord is calling me into ministry, and I'm kind of fearful. I don't know what that looks like. I've had this plan, and it doesn't really fit into that. And kid you not, Saturday morning, I get a phone call from Jenny Allen, who I've never talked to in my life, and she asks me to be her nanny and um, join the Allen team and disciple her kids for a year in Austin. And I was just like, okay, Lord, I hear you. So just a very clear sign to me that the Lord was like, okay, this is, uh, I'm teaching you things and pulling you into it. So That's really cool. So you, you, you got the opportunity to soak in somebody else's wisdom before actually getting pulled into what you would be presently doing. Absolutely. That's and really see awesome. them do it with a family and see how they invested in their kids. So it was a super special opportunity. Taylor, what about you? Yeah, for me, it kind of started whenever I was in middle school. Um, I kind of got tricked into going into church and uh, <laughs> by some friends. And Isn't that how it begins for all of us? It does. Get tricked in. Mine was uh, kickball. I was you promised know, like Domino's pizza. Instead, there was Little Caesars. Oh, that's a youth groups. Great. Wow. Yeah, but no. Whenever I was uh, a kid, uh, I had this. The youth pastor there just really poured into me a lot and uh, made a huge difference in my life. And but I, I still went to college wanting to do like animation or design and stuff like that. But over the summer after my freshman year, I was an intern at a church in Sherman, Texas. And I was actually at like a fourth or fifth grade camp. And that was like not the area of interest for me at the time. But I loved getting to be there with the kids and students. And the Lord just really showed up in a powerful way and revealed to me like this is what I want you to do. Um, yeah, you can still design and do stuff, but I want you full time in ministry. And so I drove down, changed my major. Um, after that camp, um, literally drove to A&M and changed it. And um, ever since then, wanting to be in ministry. So after freshman year of college, that was kind of like my track and desire. Yeah. That's so cool. It is kind of interesting, the number of pastors that we do graphic design, right? It seems like it's almost a prerequisite these days. <laughs> like you have to have some kind of... You graphic. have to know how to play the acoustic guitar. Yep. Uh-huh. You have to know graphic design. Mm -hmm. And you have to have your PhD in memes. Oh, <laughs> Um, I received the call to ministry shortly after I gave my life to the Lord. So I became a Christian my junior year in high school, and it was a pretty radical life change for me. Um, and so I got heavily involved in my local church that my friends invited me to, like as much as they would let me, and started volunteering hardcore. Um, but I've got some pretty funny stories for another time about all the things that I messed up when volunteering. It was definitely, it was like an example of um, my heart was in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> I caused a lot of damage when trying to be helpful. Um, so when I stopped volunteering, there might've been the best day of those pastors' lives. They were like, oh, thank goodness. But then the calling for ministry in my life was confirmed to me when working at Sky Ranch as a camp counselor, working with the six and seven, eight-year-olds, and then 
that in combination with just the fellowship and the Christ centered relationships that I was making with the other college students there was like, this is what I was made for. And if, even if I try to do something else, the Lord's going to keep pulling me back into ministry. Like this is the only time that I feel like I'm doing what I was made to do. That's awesome. And just a little plug now, I think this goes well, but three of the four of us said that part of the call to ministry came from being at a camp and working in that setting. And so want y'all to look forward to an episode that we'll be doing in the future of what are the benefits of sending your kids to summer camp or if your kids are older, have encouraging them to go be counselors at a summer camp because we have all been greatly impacted by things like that. And so look forward to that episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Last question. What is the best forward slash most fun <laughs> Should I ask Dr. it for real? Yeah, ask it so normal. <laughs> okay, what's the best, most fun part of your job? Wow. That's interesting you say that, Sam. I feel the same <laughs> way. <laughs> I would say my favorite, most fun part of my job uh, would really just get to, get to be interacting with middle school students. Um, just on a daily basis. I love that. It's such a unique opportunity that we have here at Liberty uh, to be in the hallways with our kids. I love getting to go into classrooms where our kids are learning actively from their teachers. Uh, I try to go in whenever there's not a lecture going on so I can engage with them and, and see how they're doing and what they're doing. And uh, this last semester, I've really enjoyed getting to be an assistant wrestling coach and get to be in there with the kids and see them struggle and get better and grow and I just think it's really a good picture of really our time at Liberty on the spiritual side of things that we get to walk along students as they struggle and wrestle and grow on their walk in faith with the Lord and how they engage with other people. And so just being around kids in general, being around adults that don't hang out with kids, it's pretty boring. (laughs) Um, Like I think hanging out with kids really just keeps us young Mm -hmm. in our humor and our energy and just having fun and not being afraid to be silly. Yeah. Um, and so I just don't ever want to lose that. Yeah. To that point, I think one of the most fun parts of what I get to do is I have the unique privilege of getting to go on all of the retreats that we do, whether it's the senior retreat or wilderness or sixth or, sh- or seventh grade retreats. Um, and that's really cool and special because I have the opportunity to potentially minister to students from preschool all the way mm-hmm. until they graduate. And like, I even get emotional thinking about that just like, because I've been to a couple graduations it, just for the seniors that I've gotten to meet on the um, different retreats we've done and the relationships I've built just in knowing them for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so overwhelmed with joy by the relationships with that when they graduate. So thinking like, man, I get to watch this kid grow from kindergarten and see them go all the way up through the different spiritual life opportunities we have at the school and get to keep ministering to them. Um, through that process is really, really, really cool. Yeah, I would say, I mean, earlier today, I even told someone that this is just a dream job and I stand by that because there's so much purpose found in our jobs and the Lord has been so kind to us to allow us to see so much fruit consistently because we aren't deserving or don't need that, but he allows us to see so much fruit in these students' lives. And that is just so encouraging to press on and keep going and keep pouring our hearts and lives and sharing our lives with these students. And so I think the most fun part is just 
truly that, getting to do life with high school students and to link arms with parents and to link arms with our staff members. Like I could just go on and on about all the different parts of this job that I truly do love and enjoy. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think, and I, I was thinking about this the other day too. I think that it's just so cool whenever you get the opportunity to teach somebody the Bible. And actually I was thinking about it in the context of my own kids. Like we were just doing uh, a little Bible study at home. And I was like, man, it's so cool. Like, like it's one thing that it, that like God's revelation has come upon you, that God has revealed himself to you. And how much cooler is it that, that he has revealed himself to you in such a way that you're able to explain it to somebody else. Like that is really, really awesome. And, um, all like four of us, like all three of you guys, I know that you are able to explain the truths of the Bible and you do on a frequent basis. And it's just such a joy, like to be able to do that, to be in an environment where that's like literally our primary goal. Well, one of the other most fun parts of our job is this podcast. We have loved doing this. Um, it is so much fun. It gives us the unique opportunity to hopefully speak directly to parents. We love spending time with students. In fact, that's ideally the vast majority of our day. But at the same time, we know that you listening at home are the primary disciples of the students that we get to hang out with during the school day. And so we um, want to just share our heart with these podcasts to have you get to know us, to make sure that we are, as Courtney said, linking arms and just kind of investing the same things into the students um, in terms of their relationship with Jesus so that we can continue to be an example for them as they grow. And so, as we mentioned, this is hopefully going to be a series that we're doing on the podcast called FAQ or Frequently Asked Questions, where we kind of came up with the questions today, but we would love in the future to receive questions from you guys, whether they are silly or fun, or you just want to know some more about us or hear some more of our ridiculous stories, or um, if there's particular topics that are on your heart, maybe you're seeing in your family, you're seeing in your students' lives, you're saying, man, I would love some wisdom on that from the Spiritual Life team. Um, this is a really cool opportunity to do that. So you can come and talk to us in person anytime, and we would love to um, just hear your heart and hear any questions you have, or you can email us at spirituallife at mylcs.com with those questions, and we'll do a whole other episode on this. Mm-hmm. I could talk about my <laughs> least favorite worship songs all day. <laughs> we almost did. <laughs> we did oh my gosh. Thanks for joining us on the SLT Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at spirituallife at mylcs.com.